0: what's up guys welcome back to drunk boys basement where drunk conversations
1: happen tristan's back hey guys for another episode it's hopefully entertaining
0: and and before you say anything else i'm so happy to be back hopefully someone missed me i am sorry
1: to be out last episode i missed you i couldn't do the outro it was tough, dude. Honestly, I'm like, how do you do that when you're that drunk?
0: I I will say listening to that episode was fun, and and yeah, that outro was, pretty, it, was pretty sad. it was.
1: I had to redo <laughs> the outro like twice. Well,
2: so since this is a a drinking, not a drinking podcast, but ever, like we drink when we we.
1: Drink. Yeah, yeah. Our guests and 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 the the host drink. Yeah, yeah. Like so,
2: uh, Sean, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Oh, my usual. I'm all about the Jaeger and Coke. Can I ask you what started that? Why did you get why wh- why why?
2: <laughs> yeah, Jaeger's a... that's a tough one to muster.
1: It's See, it's a rarity. I, like there's you wouldn't you couldn't ask.
2: Do you like black licorice?
1: Uh I'm actually not a fan of black licorice.
0: Well, I I will enjoy red licorice, but black licorice is off the table for me. Then why do you drink Jaeger? I don't know. Like I like I, I will say Jaeger has just hit that special
2: spot for me maybe because my my european <laughs> no, blood, no no spot I don't know. well <laughs> i remember when sean started drinking jaeger years ago and he yeah. looked like a struggle and i think you've just killed your taste buds probably well the I thing mean... that it's,
1: that's it's confused me is when we used to like heavily go to bars a lot before covid and when it was cool when we go... could yeah when we could <laughs> go to bars you i mean jaeger bombs that was your thing dude I enjoy yeah. Jager bombs. Those are delicious. Those are Jaeger
2: and Red Bull. Yep.
1: Yeah. Those are Jager and Red you Bull. You know, I
2: love how on the bottle of Jager it says "Do not mix with Red Bull." Like, specific. is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, i are gonna need to pull the, it the Jager bottle not, out. And no, see. it says
1: "Do not mix with Red Bull." I'm serious on yeah. the back, like the, where the nutrition facts should be. It's that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> I I will. I, I don't know what it. Mm, I I will say this.
0: I love the Jaeger bombs because you get that little pep from the Red Bull and then the deliciousness the
1: of Jager. All right, we're gonna go somewhere else. So, boys. <laughs> Let's let's go. Tristan, how was your how was your week? Oh. What are you doing with your life?
2: You no, know, it was a good week, you know. I had work, but thankfully we got to observe uh today. I did have to go in for 2 hours for a little bit, but you know, such is life and I thought you were uh, going to say something about observing covid samples. No, I I did have to Are you still know, doing that? Do my job, yes. And uh yeah, you know, but it was nice that I was off today so I could come and join you guys cuz mm-hmm. I I enjoy coming out doing this. It's, hey, fun. it's great, man. Heck yeah, we we missed you. It's
0: yeah, been a while. Sean, yeah,
1: had, was Sean's while. talking shit. <laughs> Sean, how was your week?
0: <laughs> uh I I will say it was really nice. Um how how to summarize it? I took the week off so I didn't work and I was like I'm going to be so productive.
2: And you master prestige in Call of Duty. I I thought you were going to say something else, but. (laughs) (laughs) Master prestige.
0: I sadly did not play enough Call of Duty for that. I did play some Call of Duty, though.
2: What did you do for your whole week? Uh,
0: Let's see. I, I, I will say the one productive thing I did was I got my homework done early. So that way, this weekend,
1: I did not have to worry about it. I remember when I used to, my semester ended. January, or January, June, uh, July, July 1st. Well, how about you go to summer semester? I I was taking summer. I had semester through June, and the way my college works is you have A session and B session. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, you know
1: what? For for us community
0: college people, we got full semesters.
1: Listen, I didn't do (laughs) semester. I didn't do B semester because I wanted, I said this a couple episodes, I wanted to enjoy my summer and do something I wanted to do. So I'm going back to school in August. What's this B
0: semester? It's Just A semester. Semester, B semester. No, they do no.
2: A, A block and B block. Yeah. Oh, so. so in a normal semester, there are 16 weeks you do a semester or a block is the first eight weeks of a semester. B block is the last eight. Oh, okay. where that summer's 12. It's uh, six and six.
1: I, like, I'm
0: like, I'm like, there's spring and fall, which are 16 weeks. And then there's summer, which, which is, is 12, 12 weeks. No, yeah.
1: like remember how I've, I've, I've been bitching about how I have like a mound of work to do in eight weeks. That's yeah, it's a sixteen yeah. week course in eight weeks. That's I've always I love it, but I hate it because it's yeah, a lot of work. I, I did one semester
2: that way, and
1: it it was a lot of work. But it, you're it done. It goes so
2: fast. It goes really it, fast. If I could, if I could, I would read. No, I wouldn't redo my entire oh, college I'm experience. Really, no, no no, <laughs> no, no. Had I no. known that they weren't as bad as you'd think, I would have just done my entire college that way. But when you get into like mm-hmm. your major specific programs, you don't always have that option. So, it's not always available, but it's it's worth it. So, if you have any generals to do, if you can do a half semester, do it. It is so much fun. See, I, I may have to do that. I have one more semester left of generals. Yep. And then, so, literally just do, like, half of them as block classes and then just work on some
1: major classes. Can you even do that?
2: I mean, they do have
0: the eight-week eight option. Oh. They just don't classify as, like, A and B. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, they just label it as first half, oh, See, that's and half. The, yeah. the college that I got. That's, that's, that's just how they do it. That's just case in point how they do it. They don't they yeah. don't give you the option. It's just eight weeks, eight weeks and, and the thing with going online is they don't give you a choice. It's if you're gonna go online, you're gonna do it in eight weeks or six weeks or five weeks or whatever it is. And at the beginning in the syllabus, they give you a disclaimer that's like this is gonna be here's the schedule. This is gonna be sixteen works or sixteen mm-hmm. works, sixteen weeks worth of work in <laughs> five week, weeks yeah. or eight weeks and I this. did
2: my communications class that way and so it was I love my communication class yeah. I hated my communications class I I, desp- I put it off for 3 years I finally why? took it Why? And I enjoyed it oh it was so much fun
0: so I, mean, did- I I will say mine was digital communications and marketing pretty much oh. that's it was not fun uh, why
2: not my interest
0: i i a, a i don't like so we had to do some like speaking so pretty much, we yeah, developed... it's called
2: communications
0: True.
1: I mean, it, that's part of the. Have you guys done public <laughs> speaking? No, I should take no. that class. What? I just got done with my, dude, it, I, Oof. I've heard it's really good. I I'm I already actually a good public speaker. You think, I think, no, and I could think definitely that, learn. That's what I it's ran into. It's putting together presentations efficiently and effectively mm-hmm. is where public speaking. That's what I ran into. And I, and I got into that class and I was like, I do podcasting. I do this kind of thing in front of my office colleagues all the time in front of fifty people. It's not a big deal. and then I had to record myself doing it in front of three people and I locked up. I had to redo Isn't that my so funny. I had to redo the same video like four times and and I listened to our last or, <laughs> episode two three ago and the weirdest part for me was I can do this what we're doing right now all day because there's no one you you two are in front of me, but yeah. When it comes to people that I don't know, I want to make the best impression, and I have to do it perfect the first time. Otherwise, I'm going to be embarrassed. Correct. It's weird. Yeah, it's true. just super weird.
2: So when I was doing research uh, as an intern in a biotech lab, we had to present our our, our data all the
1: time to, like – Like live presentations?
2: Yeah, to the sponsors, the mm-hmm. people who are funding the this research, right. You know, to the colleagues, to – you know your study directors that are running, running the whole thing and present it. And after you do it a couple of times, because you know the first time you do it, you're an intern. Like they don't expect it to be good, but you you pick it up really quick. Right. And so public speaking was something I I picked up really fast. And then I was an ambassador for that program. So I'd go to high schools and middle schools, doing presentations
1: to the entire school. You were an ambassador in, in like your high school career.
2: High school and right after
1: high school. How that, did you? Because you're good at English, how do you no. how do you get it? How do you get an ambassador?
2: No, it was an title? ambassador role for uh, this program for biotech research. Okay, and so you'd go to middle school to like get it in you know the kids' heads, like, hey, here's an option that you can do, and you can do it while you're in high school. It was something I did my junior and senior year in high school. Right, was a program where you work with a college to do it. So I'd spend half my day at high school, the other half was at college, and mm-hmm. so, you know, at 16 years old, I was in college classes, going to college. And so that's how I got involved in this program. And then I'd start going to middle schools, and the first time I had to speak in front of 1,400 kids. Whoa. Really? And- yeah i didn't know that i was so scared in front of a 1400 middle schoolers middle schoolers they're savages right 14 <laughs> <Absolutely laughs> well, I
1: mean, percent of that class was or that group is paying attention yeah so that's that, it that, so they're <laughs> like it's worry. 1400 people <laughs> and
2: i was like you know what maybe seven people are listening <laughs> yeah so it's not gonna be that bad but i didn't know you spoke in front
1: of 1400 people i, oh, I 14 once a
2: week kids <laughs> Once a week, I'd go to a middle school or a high school. And that was part of, part of the program was I being an ambassador. Wow. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was <laughs> if you want to talk about public speaking? I have, like, knowledge on it. I've never taken a class, but I'd love to take the class because I think it would be good to help me polish those things. Because, like, even in my, uh, you know, job currently and the way I'd like my career to progress, public speaking is a big aspect of it. You know, we do validation testing on medical equipment at my job. And – We have to speak to our to our data and our results. So you know we're speaking to lab lab operations managers, senior lab operations managers, boards of the company. Mm -hmm. We're talking to the sponsors that pay you know ninety thousand dollars to do this testing. They're going to want you to be able to speak to it well.
1: You yeah you got to be articulate in what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: so you know, thankfully, I've had that skill going into
1: this job. It's just I to to which I I'm not discounting what you're saying, but. The thing that's funny to me is I, I, too, thought I was the same way because I had to present data in front of my board of directors for my company as well. Yeah, here's the results on this. this, is, or this, this is, or yeah, exactly. This is what we're doing. This is how we're achieving it. And this is what we're going to try to strive to in the next quarter. And I get in front of a camera and I freeze up. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I don't know what to do. I forgot my name. It's the psychology because, like, when
2: you're talking to someone – or even a group of people you're looking at people when you're looking at that camera, Mm. you're just, it's just you. So like when I say something to you right now, I can pick up your body language. A camera doesn't do
1: that. Well, that was, that was one of the things that the the professor talked about is how was, and I, I talked about this in another episode, but the, in order to pass the class, you have to do three benchmark. They're, they're called benchmark speeches. And if you don't, you, you can fail all the tests, all the quizzes in between, but if you don't do the three benchmarks, you won't pass. And the thing that's really interesting is I was – I'm very a very – I hate to say pessimistic person, but I don't think that a class will change you in eight weeks. I, I just don't.
2: But it gives you tools to build It on. does.
1: I agree. But from listening to my first introduction speech to the very last speech that I did – I've improved immensely. Yeah. And whether the grade that I got, because I didn't want to check, I'm too afraid to check. But whether or not the grade that I got from that first speech to the last speech reflected my improvement is nonchalant or doesn't matter. But <laughs> the thing that I've learned is there's a lot that goes into public speaking. Yeah. And if, as you said, if your body language isn't articulating, if you're if you're a speaker and the recipient's body language isn't articulating what you're saying, what you're saying is boring. It's it's it doesn't matter. You know that's one thing that bothers me about Elon Musk <clears throat> so much. It's not. Have you seen some of his present? Oh, dude, you, he the is s- the worst.
2: Watch Cybertruck. He's the worst. Watch the Cybertruck reveal, and this dude does not practice or anything, and. So my, you know, when the Cybertruck reveal happened last September or whatever, my friends were like, oh, man, that's so crazy. That's so good. I was like, no, it was horrible. Look at the way he talks. They're like, you're just upset because he's a billionaire. I'm like, I'm upset that he's a billionaire who never took a public speaking class. <laughs> it's just
1: – you're you're. I mean –
2: You know,
0: he, I, I will say this though. I do admire the fact that Elon Musk, even though he's awkward – and it, oh
1: no that's not he that's could
2: practice not, is what i'm saying is this dude just wings it up there he's like you know what my truck's gonna sell because
1: i'm Elon and th- Musk. there are people that can do that who are good at it I who mean, are I'm, good at it he's but Elon not musk is not one of them no that,
0: that's the thing is it's crazy with his with his social media I, i'm gonna i'm gonna presence. go that way yeah his social media presence. i don't See? know
1: have you seen some of the bullshit he posts on twitter this is just, too just, I, high just... <laughs> I,
0: I mean some i definitely of can't s- talk to s- that
1: Cause I don't follow him, dude. I don't either. But people repost the just absurd shit that he posts on Twitter. It's some of it just makes I, no sense. It's all
2: that smoke smoking weed on
1: the Joe Rogan podcast. I, it might be. <laughs> it's residual weed smoking, but yeah. it makes no. Some of the stuff he posts on Twitter makes
2: no sense. But like you watch one of his live presentations, and it is people are like that's so good, and just. It's terrible. Like, his public speaking is... I've Wait, we've, we've all sat here for, and I,
1: watched I, the Cybertruck presentation. Not the one where it totally got, like, the window. breaks break? the yeah. window, and he just doesn't know what to do, and he freezes <laughs> up, and he's like, uh-huh, oh, that's what happens on a prototype. <laughs> Everyone knew that he was lying. He was like, that shouldn't have happened, and he didn't know how to recover from it. But that's not the only one. There are dozens of other presentations that he's done To where you can clearly see that he's a billionaire, he's a genius, but he has no idea what he's talking about.
0: See, see, here's what I think it boils down to. Actions speak louder than words. He can talk all he wants, but he makes some pretty good products. I'm
2: not... The thing is, he doesn't make quality products, he just makes products people buy. That's... There's Arguably, actually yeah. So there's actually this article I read last week, and they talk. Uh, an independent company goes into car manufacturers, you know, GM, Ford, Chevrolet, Tesla, Hyundai, every car manufacturer, and rates how many uh, mistakes are made during the production of a vehicle uh, per hundred vehicles. So the leader was Dodge. They only had 114 uh, mistakes on the assembly line. Per hundred vehicles. vehicles, so that's that's one almost point, breaking even. One point one mistakes that you know someone has to go through and fix on on an assembly line. Tesla rated well, last no, no, place. Let me
1: let me ask you this: so since a lot of cars are built on assembly lines, what is that that er- erroneous statistic? It was like uh, robots like... that robots oh, that didn't robots make, right. robots
2: that didn't make proper welds or technicians who didn't tighten down bolts to torque spec or whatever. Just everything that can go wrong.
1: So. To dive into that further, how do they calculate that? So How are
2: they? This independent company goes into these manufacturing lines and just takes a 100-car sample at each each step. Just and, random steps. Yep, and oh, just okay. figures out how many are All wrong. Right. So Dodge had the first place at 114. Uh, most of the manufacturers, but it was between like 114 <clears> and 140 <throat> mistakes. Mm-hmm. Tesla had 240 mistakes per 100 vehicles in their assembly line.
1: So that's oh. over the threshold of one hundred percent.
2: Well, yeah, it's two mistakes it's, it's, per it's, car. It's
1: well over. So, but what? So with Dodge, that's attributing it to robots not making the proper welds, torque spec, etc. What is? Well, what? same with
2: Tesla. Like they have
1: robots that weld their frames. So Elon, paint. The, well, the assembly line that Elon built is erroneous. Or it what? just
2: yeah, it just doesn't. The quality of that comes off isn't that good. I have a friend whose father bought a Tesla, and. Literally bought it the first week. Had to take it back to the shop to have like some like some part of the frame re welded because the car wasn't operating properly. Um, Marquise Bramley, who's a huge YouTuber with like twenty million subscribers, has a Tesla, and he talked about how in the first three months he didn't even have his car because it was just it had so many issues that they have to keep fixing. If you look at like uh, owner reviews of Teslas, horrible quality. Like Whoa. body panels rattling, uh, body frame like body panels not lining up properly. Like Teslas are not. Good cars, as far as like reliability, when it comes to the way they're manufactured, like he doesn't make Elon Musk does not make good cars. He makes cars that sell.
1: But why do you why do you think they sell? In your opinion?
2: Oh,
0: I (laughs) And, and here's here's something else I want to add on top of that. Not only does he make cars that sell, but he's actually the only vehicle manufacturer that does not advertise.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the. That's okay. A, okay. That's, a, that's a, so. That's the power of FOMO, right? The power of fear of missing out. It's, oh, I can buy an all electric vehicle that does zero to sixty in two point eight seconds, and I can go three hundred miles, and I just have to plug it in my house. Like, electric cars are really catching on. But what other car electric cars do you think of when you think of an
1: electric well, it's, car?
2: Well, it's. Well, I was gonna say Prius, but it actually does use gas. So. The, yeah. the
1: no, the Porsche Kite chi- or the the Porsche. Merc- McC- McC- McCain. It's what not the it? Macan because well, that's
2: a gas one. But they have an electric Porsche, uh, Taycan.
1: the The Taycan.
2: But there's like the Audi e eTron. Like I mean, there's other cars.
1: BMW is coming out in 2021 with well, they have all their, electric models. Yeah, they have their i3, which is all electric. Uh, but the i3. But 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 when you. Compare it to a Tesla Model 3. The i3 is nowhere near it. It's it's a it's I, No, yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah. You look but, at Teslas, they offer you a lot of things for your money. Like, but but the thing that's funny is that you talk about that. So yesterday, I read an article about how BMW is coming out with a, in essence, to make it simplistic, a pay-to-play option. So you can pay... For heated seats for a certain amount of months of the year.
2: Oh, like a subscription. Exactly. Yeah. So ten dollars a month for four it's months. It's a subscription-based
1: service to where BMW will give you the option to pay for a service. Oh, you want an engine? Yeah, that's twenty bucks a month. Well, it's, but it's 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 if you want to turn your car on from your phone, that's let's say fifteen bucks. If you want heated seats for the month of. February to March, that's 25 bucks. All of these services can be shut off by Porsche or BMW. So what they do is
2: they give every single car has every single feature. So they're just manufacturing one car and then you pay for the features. So like those features are like shut off. But if you think about like production of that, instead of having like, I know with Ford, when they make uh their Ford GT 500s and people pay to have the stripes painted on, a technician has to go and pull a car off the assembly line and hand paint that, and that's why it's an extra feature. But if you build every car with every single feature, you're not having to pay for different dashes, different buttons, you know, different seats. Like you don't have to pay for the R and D on these things, so it makes their R and D cost way down if you just manufacture it with all these features, and then people just pay for the features they want.
1: No, and and, and it's and like I, a Hulu I, account. Exactly. And I I got a notification the other day from car and driver that said BMW in 2021 is going to make a play to pay feature. And that was in quotes. And essentially, what that is going to comprise of is they're going to build the same car with the same features. However, the features will only work if you pay for them. (laughs) Could you imagine your car has a credit card slider? (laughs) (laughs) that's that's no that's what it's getting to
0: here's what my problem with that is is i mean uh, other than the fact that just by installing those features i feel like even your low-end cars are going to cost more so you can have this accessibility
1: it's a bmw BMW, that's that's how they're marketing it true you 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 just bought a bmw you can afford this well no i can't my bank can't even afford this car
0: but uh, if you think about it in general terms of a car I mean, if if you take any brand of car and you start doing that, if that starts catching on other manufacturers start doing that, even the low-end cars are going to start increasing in value because it still takes money to install all of those
2: features. It, but if you're only doing that one thing instead of, oh, a technician has to go, you want a rear wiper blade. Now a technician has to go in and hand install a wiper blade, run all the electrical, and program it to run. Or if they all just come that way. like I mean, true. So I mean, there's it's the R&D cost that they're cutting down on. True and I think R&D in every aspect of the world is going through the roof. Like, video game manufacturers, like AAA game titles, they say now cost $100 million to make a AAA game. Whereas they what's said... A tr-
1: what's a AAA
2: game? Call of Duty, Halo, like the top of the, you know, the most prominent games out there. So it's a series. It's, ba- it's series-based. Well, no, like, AAA is, like, just the the flagships of the game world, right? Oh, like okay. These games. So... But you look back ten years ago, and that same AAA title cost ten million dollars to make. So the the is that just due to the amount of the demand for the game?
1: It's not just the demand. It just... It's
2: like, hey, we want to put in all like we have to make a game better than it was last year, so we have to put in more time and effort into it. So it costs drives cost up. Sure. But you look at cars, the research and development just keeps going up because they have to, you know. Everything new, they have to research and develop, and it costs more money now because everything's just inflating. Maya, I mean, true.
0: Here, I mean, don't forget true. Maya. You're right. Um, one other, one other topic I wanted to bring up about the cars is if we start doing that, how much of the car is being monitored? All of it. All of it. All so at, be- at that point, like, what 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 freedom do you have with your car if
1: somebody's monitoring you, everything? You, any any extra features that you have? are not your features. Any anything that would come stock in a vehicle. Brakes, engine, uh <laughs> Lights, backup, airbags, yeah, ba- AC. All of that stuff that's standard in normal cars, that's yours. Heated seats, a backup camera, AC, infotainment system, um lane departure. Lane depart, yeah, stuff like that yeah. that's that's extra that you would have added on from the factory will no longer become yours. So- that will become a factory-specific measure that you have to pay for. It.
2: Which you have to anyways, but what it allows is... But no,
1: not necessarily because BMW has seen what Tesla has done and Tesla has barred some people from a, like, lightning charging. So so if you pull your Tesla up to a, to a hotel or whatever and you want to lightning charge your car, a normal Tesla owner would charge their car in 30 hours. But someone that pays for lightning charging will charge the car in 12 hours. What they're doing is manufacturers that are producing electric cars see that and they're saying, okay, we're going to not only capitalize on that aspect, but we're going to multiply it and make it so they have to pay for heated seats, windshield washer heaters, mirror heaters, I mean, backup cameras... I know that sounds ludicrous, but BMW did that in their latest announcement. But well,
0: I, I was going to say, it's completely two different subjects, though. One is refueling or re-electro... Charging re-energizing
1: car. your car. Yeah, recharging
0: your car. Lightning charging. Yeah, lightning charging. And then the other is is your well, paid-for-use. Well, no, I, I, I get, so what think, you, I get think your think confusion,
1: about... but what I'm saying is Porsche and BMW have taken that aspect of Tesla and multiplied it. But you think about... The base model of a car is thirty thousand dollars, but the premium model is forty five thousand
2: yeah. dollars. Well, now they just ship you the car for thirty thousand dollars with all those features built in, and then you just pay for the features when you want them. It's like uh, Xbox did that. Xbox did that with their all um, all digital system that they released two years ago. Yeah, they they sold or sorry, it was the Xbox three hundred and sixty and PlayStation three when those came out. The PlayStation 3 was $600. It cost them $800 to make. But you know what? They realized people were going to buy games from the digital store only. So nowadays, like, okay, I'm going to make an Xbox. It cost me $500 to make. I'm going to sell it to you for $200 because you have to buy games from me because it doesn't have a disk drive. You have to buy games from the game store. So you're locked in on this. And I know after your second game you've purchased, I'm making money because I make all $60 of the game because you have to buy it through here. So you sell a car for thirty thousand instead of the forty five thousand with all its features, and then people go, "Yeah, I only want heated seats for five months." They only pay for it for five months. They go, "Okay, yeah, if I keep the car for eight years, you know, times the five months I'm paying times the money, I'm going to be less than the three thousand dollar feature that it would have been."
1: I mean that that's kind of a roundabout way to say what I said, but it's the truth. There are people, believe it or not, in this world that'll say. I only use these heated seats. We're gonna use this as an example. As he did and you did and I did. Yeah. I only use these heated seats three months out of the year. But I paid from the factory an additional thirty or ten thousand dollars to get these heated seats. So what if I pay a baseline price of sixty thousand dollars and then I pay an extra two hundred and fifty bucks a month? To use heated seats for only the months I use it. It's that's what take me. That's what BMW and Porsche are doing. That's what they want to do. Yeah, because it's like okay, the individual goes okay. I can
2: I can make it would take me five years of heated seats to pay
1: for it to pay for the add on. But the thing quote is, quote unquote, you look at that I how... did.
2: There's actually an article, and I wish I remember, but the time the average time people are keeping their cars are less. It's and it getting was, less and less, less and less yeah. than it was ten years ago. So. They're like okay. Well, same well, thing with phones too. Yeah. Well, phones are actually the opposite. People are holding on to phones longer. Oh really? Yeah. Because phones just aren't like the cameras are so. You know, my phone's three years old. The camera's so good, I've never considered upgrading. It's waterproof. It has great speakers. It has a great
1: battery life. Why would I upgrade it? Like so. Let me. Let me. Th- this is kind of an article, but let me. <clears throat> so BMW gave a glimpse of its newest in car operating system on Wednesday expanding on last week's announcement of its partnership with Apple for digital key service that's supposed that's supposed to revolutionize Apple CarPlay. In addition, the automaker went a bit more in-depth about what the future holds for its tech-savvy vehicles. Now, for the listeners, keep in mind, this isn't just BMW. There are major brands that are going to do this. Infiniti, Porsche, Nissan, Toyota, and Every car Land Rover. It. yeah, Yeah, it, it'll eventually happen. So the important takeaway here is that over-the-air updates and features will play a big role in BMW ownership, but more importantly, the users will have to pay for features already installed, already installed in their cars, and that's what we're talking about previously, such as heated seats, infotainment features, etc. Yeah, you have read that right. We hate to break it to you, but you've had your... Not having a bad case of deja vu, this isn't the same announcement about BMW's controversial decision to charge drivers an $80 annual fee to use CarPlay, Apple CarPlay. According to BMW, this means you could theoretically pay to activate those quote-unquote heated seats, steering wheel features, or anything originally installed in your car, or perhaps even a flick on the car's automated high beams. Yeah, high beams, high beams. Hold on. If you fancy a new engine sound, you could also buy a new note, being an engine note, through BMW's iconic sound catalog. No wrenching required. Even advanced safety features like adaptive cruise control aren't saved from the hands of subscription services. Let me read a little bit further, and then I'll stop. But hey, some good news you can get a trial period for many of these items, exclamation mark. It appears that while some features may be subscribe-based, subscription-based, others may be permitted to buy one-as-one-time features. So, well, my phone just lagged out. As long as you're willing to pony up the extra cash, BMW activate the features via over-the-air software updates initiated from within the car or the My BMW mobile app. Some updates could take up to 12 hours. See, but think, Sean. Think about this. That's as long as I'll read. There's 15 more paragraphs. Think, think about this though. So
2: BMW, they make a car and they sell it, right? They make their money. Yeah. That when that car is used and it sells, they don't make any money. Like I mean, it's true. So you look at how every... well.
1: How do you, how do you how do you think that? Well, so when they sell a car, they don't so, make any money.
2: So no, when BMW makes a car, they sell it. They make their money. I mean, okay. I, I will y- say this. You bought the car, right? And I go buy the car from you. BMW doesn't make any money. Oh, no. If, if... But if I buy the car from you and it has all these subscription features that I can sign up for, BMW is now getting residual money on their used cars.
1: What about the McLaren subscription? Have you heard about that? No, but I'm assuming it's the same thing. Well, what happens is, so McLarens traditionally are just horrible cars. They're, they're fast and they go super fast in a straight line, but they just break all the goddamn time. And- There are companies that have come out that have sided with McLaren that said, I'm going to warranty a lot of these items that break all the time because you didn't manufacture them the correct way and you'll get 50% of the profit. What happens is you or you or myself will go and buy a McLaren FP1 and we say, okay, we just spent $220,000 on a car. My transmission just gave out. Well, Good news for you. The guy that just sold the car to you has a warranty on the car through the third party. That still sends money to McLaren. Yeah. But look at look at it that way. So
2: BMW it's... sells a car. They make the money. But you bought that car, Sean. Now you sell it to me. BMW doesn't make money on that transaction. So BMW, they only make one-time money. But you look at video games. Video games, you buy the game for $60. Well, then they have these monthly seasons. Like Call of Duty, you spend $10 every season to get new features. I mean, now I don't spend any money. Well, no, but, but, but it's, it's residual just, money
1: that just these... Just to detract from what you're saying, to, to, to round out what you're saying, because I'm going to round it into what you just said, McLaren found that that out early. They found out they, they sold their car, and it broke a lot because they make a shitty car. I'm not even going to front about that. I don't own a McLaren. I don't know anyone that owns a McLaren, but I've seen plenty of videos and forums. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't buy a McLaren because they don't break. It's not because I can't afford one. I... But
1: <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, yeah no. For, watch, they're not good cars. Watch five YouTube videos and you'll see that they just break. 12, All 2,000 miles in, they'll break. Yeah. Something that's very expensive will break. So these warranty companies came in and said, we'll partner with McLaren to fork over the cash to fix yep. this thing. You pay for this with month, a monthly, or year, yeah, yeah, exactly. monthly or yearly warranty. It's the same so, thing because but McLaren. It's about residual what, money. What he's saying is BMW sold a car. They're not making any more money after, but that. but they want to make more money after that. But they can't. McLaren's yeah. company or McLaren as a whole found found that they could make more money if they. It's it. It, it sounds weird. If they broke, so, if their cars just. It's it's not even that. I, I I got like two things. Two points I'm gonna make really quick. So
0: one is, I I'm first gonna go the Volkswagen route.
1: Uh,
0: <sighs> so for like how my Volkswagen. They, they pretty much, they sold me the car, and they're like, hey. No,
1: no, no, no. Volkswagen didn't. A dealership sold you that car.
0: True. I I'm, Well, a Volkswagen that's partnered with Volkswagen. A, a Volkswagen that's partnered with Volkswagen. <laughs> they sold him that car. So, I, I mean, I mean at the end of the day, Volkswagen is getting the money from me to repair my car whenever it needs repairs.
2: But you don't have to take your car to Volkswagen. You don't have to. But if, if I don't, I break my warranty contract. But that's because you bought it from there. But if I buy it... You know, if I buy it from an individual, not a dealership, I don't get that. I mean, that's true. I
0: okay. I, so BMW goes, point? I buy it yeah, from that's... you
2: directly from you, Sean. BMW goes, yeah. Well, cool. There's all
1: these features you can pay for if you want. That's so now, that's, so, that's what I'm. So that's hold on. That's what okay. I'm. That's what I'm getting at with the McLaren. It's just the,
2: residual money that
1: these manufacturers the, the, can make. The McLaren example, and I'm horrible at these examples, but what happens is. These third parties jumped on with McLaren initially and said, I will perpetuate a warranty that's outside of the factory warranty to maintain the value of this car, to to fix the things that break. McLaren knew that a lot of the things that break on their cars are perpetual, so they said, yeah, we'll do that if you give us 50% of the profits. Now, that's maybe an exaggeration of the number that they actually got, but what happens is if Tristan came to me and said, I have a McLaren P1, and I'm going to sell it to you. And I said, I want to buy your McLaren P1. He's also going to sell me that warranty that McLaren, as a company, gets 50% of. McLaren found out early on that they could perpetuate their profits if they sold these warranties because they knew their cars were not that great. Does that make sense?
2: It's like video games. I mean, it makes sense.
1: So yeah, you buy a $60 video game. They're done. A
2: a game costs $100 million to make they sell it for $60. They're done. They're capped out. But if we have these microtransactions where you can spend $5 here, $10 here, well, now you're $60. Over the life of the game, you may have spent $150. So they've- Well, the season passes. Exactly. <laughs> so they can make, you know, they can double their money where they normally wouldn't have with but subscriptions. So... It's the same thing. But that's, we can that's, sell
1: that's an, iffy, that's an iffy example
2: because- But that's the same thing with the BMW. They sell here's... it. They sell the car.
1: You might not ever pay for heated seats, Right. Yeah, but what I'm saying with, like, the McLaren example yeah. is they're selling a perpetual payment which, to them. Which same thing
2: with, like, heated seats. It can oh, be. Yeah. You can deny the warranty from McLaren. If you want, yeah. which
1: is stupid,
2: but exactly. you can. Exactly, but it's like a BMW. <laughs> Why would I buy a BMW and not have heated and cooled seats? I don't have to. It means the experience isn't as good. That's how video games per, like, I mean, portray yeah, season that's, passes. That's, that's it's, valid. That's it, valid. It, you're not that. getting the experience. So they BMW goes, okay, if we sell this car at a loss for $10,000 – They have to have this many features for two years for us to break even and everything's profit after that. And we can just do that for the life of the car. So let's make a better car that lasts 15 years where we can sell these features for 15 years and sell the car for three times over
0: here. Here's okay. So I'm going to bring this up really quick. I have no issue with that whole with what's going on there. Pay pay to have these features. Cool. My issue lies in the fact of what's stopping them from monitoring the rest of your driving habits.
2: Well, there's nothing.
0: What? Why? Well, hold on. So, so get this. So, if if they're gonna have their network connected, so that way they can monitor when to turn on or when to turn off your heated seats. Sean, hold up, (laughs) hold hold up, hold up.
1: (laughs) He's been trying to speak for a long time. I I really want to (laughs) bring this
0: up. I mean, and changing the exhaust notes. What's stopping them from tracking, say, your acceleration, your speed? You're selling that
2: information off, and selling that information off. Okay, Sean, you carry an iPhone in your pocket. What do you think it's doing? I mean, it's doing the exact same thing. So why is it different in your car?
0: Here's my thing: is is what if they do that? And so I, I mean, this. I I don't know how this is going to sound, but one of the thoughts that came to my mind is: say they start tracking stuff such as your acceleration, your braking your top speed sell to they're selling it to your insurance and now you can't get cheaper insurance because they know how you drive same. wow
2: that's it's okay. the same thing with your phone like you search something now you're getting targeted ads it's the same thing they're going to track your information they're going to sell it you look at google facebook microsoft
1: but that's
0: different because Amazon,
2: that's that's these companies have sold Made billions of dollars off of selling information. Why? Why is it any different?
0: So it's not. It's not the difference of selling information because that's. Yeah, that's gonna affect my searching experience so when I go You're, on you're Facebook. saying basically
2: there's a handicap. My, but there's gonna be. They'll have to. These are issues we have to face where we're gonna have to put in laws where BMW can't sell your information to your insurance. They cannot do that. Like they're gonna have to put laws in place to protect people from those types of things. But how long is that gonna
0: take? Uh, How long are they going to be able to monopolize? Dude, on that? you're
1: you're looking at this from a very intelligent standpoint, and I I really applaud you for that. No, but for
2: sure, it's but I, there's different definitely examples in the past where it's like hey, there's these things that really don't have any laws that stop it, but it still happens. So eventually, yeah. these laws and I can't think of any perfect examples, but you know, it's had to have happened in the past. Where, well, oh well, you, yeah, me, you want you want to get things. into a
1: really really muddy waters here. So what you. What you just said is very valid. So let's let's look at TikTok. So TikTok, the the U.S. government has come out and said that they do not want, and they're they're going to bar, they're going to pass a law that says that government employees are not allowed to have TikTok on their employee issued like government phones. You know that
2: Monday they pa- uh, India banned TikTok for the way TikTok was
1: tracking. Can you can you tell me why?
2: Is for the way they were tracking their information. Who
1: who owns TikTok? The Chinese I'm not sure the, if it's the Chinese it's, government. It's the Chinese government. Okay, I wasn't sure if it's the government it's or the Chinese, a government. Chinese gazillionaire. No, it's it's hmm. the Chinese government. And the thing that the reason that they banned TikTok on government phones, government issued anything in the US, or that they're going to, if they haven't already done so, is because the way they, they have track. they have they have admitted that that TikTok regime or whatever you want to call it has admitted they sell data to the chinese government being location data search data
2: call history call history
1: yeah text messages anything that's on your phone the chinese government knows what you just did in the last 24 hours wait how what well you're you're confused the The reason the reason that i've been so against tiktok is not because of the videos. I don't. I don't care about what's on TikTok. I care about what happened leading up to TikTok. It showed up overnight, and now everybody has it on their phone. Remember the whole Snapchat face yes. analyzing thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Russians. <laughs> 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 so, what I'm, what I'm saying is that. No one questions what happens leading up to these apps, leading up to these features that these apps offer. And the Russians admitted, well, I don't want to say this because I don't have my laptop in front of me. There, there are speculations that the Russians admitted to analyzing the face of an individual. So you do the old person face on a Snapchat filter or whatever it is. They're analyzing your face features, your facial yeah. features. With, with TikTok, they're analyzing your search history, your passwords, your fingerprint history, your face history. Everything that is done on your phone, TikTok analyzes. And the TikTok community as a whole, the people that own TikTok admitted that. They go, yeah, we're doing that. That's what we do every day, all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The reason that people are okay with that is because the people that have TikTok are 14 to 19 years old. That's the average age of TikTok users. So no one our age is going to be like, why are you doing that? That's not okay. We're not cool with that. No, it's because people that are doing that are 16 to 19 years old. But
2: it's the same thing that Google and Apple, Facebook, Amazon, they've been doing for years is making billions of dollars selling your information.
1: And that I mean, stems into your Porsche and BMW thing is yes, they will monitor your speeds. They will monitor what you do on a daily basis. That is up to you to protest what they're doing with that information.
0: But but that's the thing is is it, like you said, nobody is realizing these things. Mm-mm. And so they're not gonna think of the fact that BMW is doing that and then they're selling I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify. I don't have a problem with a business selling My information, like going on Facebook. Really? Why? So, so to a certain extent, yeah. I'm so bothered by it. I will say, I will say this. Yes, I I don't care in the fact that it does make. Whenever I'm searching through Facebook or
2: it's making someone else money.
0: I I mean I don't I don't care. That's what America's all for is making money. What? what, uh, Here's what I'm gonna say. Trump 2021. (laughs) Here's what I'm gonna say is is I like it. It makes it so I don't see stupid ads. I see things that are relevant. But
2: it, I mean, yeah, I don't like that. My information bothers, is being sold. It bothers It does bother me that these companies are making billions of dollars. It's not what, it that they're making billions of dollars. Good for them? It bothers me that they're not
1: paying taxes. Before you continue, so I okay, mean, yeah. no, so hold on. So, what is the thing that bothers you the most with with what he just said? It's that these companies make money without paying taxes. That's what bothers me is that Jeff
2: So Bezos, who, who are these companies? So Amazon? Amazon, Facebook, Google, Apple. If BMW were to do something like this, they can easily I – mean, You can sell information and it's – That's a completely different subject okay. though. All right. It is but it's still – it's why I disagree with it. So so here's the thing is you
0: can look at it from, this stand, from your standpoint where it's, hey, they're selling my information and they're not getting taxed on it and they're making money from it. Cool. That's one. Th- that's one conversation. And there's BMW selling your information to, to an insurance, insurance company. And now you're paying more insurance. And now it's affecting my
1: wallet. Okay. It is. But if you think about if Google, do you? Facebook, but do you think that'll happen? Because that's I, a valid point that they didn't bring up in that Car I, and Driver magazine. For article. sure. I,
2: no, that's a very real thing that I would be afraid of. I, I definitely would be, and I hope that the government would step in to protect me from that. You hope, but what I if would they hope don't? If the, God, I, mean, I sure won't be buying that car. I mean, if okay. they,
0: the government I mean, that's, that's the thing is as Ryan said, people don't in this TikTok example, people don't look at these things. They, don't they didn't care. know anything no, about it. No, they don't so care. The right information. Correct. How long is it going to take the government to find out what be well, or whatever You
2: look, look at Yeah, whatever
1: whatever whatever manufacturer you want to classify as, it doesn't matter because it'll happen across well, the board. Well, look at Apple.
2: They're the first trillion dollar company. Okay. They didn't pay as far as percentage nearly what I paid in taxes. Why is that fair? What well, I what? but if you think about it, so like, yeah, so they're selling your information to insurance and now you're paying more insurance. If they just paid their taxes, we wouldn't have to pay as many as much in taxes,
1: and we would have more money in our pockets too so i i'm I'm confused here. So you're saying Apple didn't pay as much as far as percentage, but like you look at Amazon and they paid zero dollars in federal tax last year. Yeah, they always do.
2: Exactly. For and why, years. Why is that fair? That they're making a hundred you know, like a hundred billion dollars a year or whatever they're making, they're they're a trillion dollar company. It wouldn't be crazy to say that they're making a hundred billion dollars so, a year. So how
1: do you how do you tie that into what he said though?
2: So they're selling your information and now I have to pay more for insurance. At the same time, if the that company just paid their taxes, I wouldn't have to pay as much in taxes, so I would still have more money in my pocket as well.
0: I mean, at the same time, I still don't want to spend that much on insurance.
2: No, I don't want to speak because that much the, the company insurance. that
1: you bought a car from sold the information that you had.
2: Yeah, so if you're gonna collect my information, maybe pay your taxes so I don't have to pay as much in taxes. And so
1: this stems back to taxes. So like,
2: is I that, pay. Is that what this is? Well, so I pay a thirty percent tax bracket, but if Google, Facebook, all this, because the government just needs X amount of dollars to fund fund the country. If these companies pay their taxes, now I don't have to pay thirty percent, I can maybe pay twenty percent of taxes. Now I have an extra ten percent in my you pocket. you really
0: think the government's gonna reduce our tax
2: liability if oh, companies I, actually I just, pay taxes? I just bought a
1: BMW. <laughs> now I pay ten percent. Go fuck yourself. But,
2: no, so the government the reason they have taxes is because they have to they have to run Yeah, I mean it costs money to run a country.
1: A
0: country. So
2: or a country they only business. tax why do you think you get a tax refund? It's because they go, We only needed this much to run the country. Just Here's kidding. your refund. Here's he your money realized... back. That's what it is. Oh, well, no. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, yeah. If if Facebook, Google, Amazon, Apple paid their taxes, they're hundreds of billions of dollars of taxes. So, answer me this. Why aren't they paying their taxes? Because there's a lot of laws that are very unfair to the individual. The individual being us? us. Civilians. Okay. But you look at Google can go make money in Afghanistan, they can go make money in any country they want, but they don't have to pay the taxes here. But they're making money everywhere else, but they don't have to pay the taxes here. But why? But the thing is, there's just, why? There's just laws that give them so many tax credits, right? Okay. Amazon, because the way they, the way they uh, invested into transportation gives them a tax write off for the next ten years. It's just a tax write off. It's it doesn't matter. It's not a tax write off on on the hundred million you make. It's a percentage tax write off for the next ten years. It's yep. You've, you can now write off 10% of your taxes. Oh, you invested into uh, server technology to allow cloud computing. Cool. There There's another 10%. And then eventually it's just they're not paying taxes.
1: See, and that's that's the thing that I've always been very curious about is I was watching a YouTube channel the other day and um, it's just a six. Yeah. Was, okay. And he said, well – I need to buy a truck that's $75,000 because it's a write-off of my expense report. Correct. And I couldn't – I just couldn't – So you're telling me you've got to buy a $75,000 truck – For it to break off. For it to break off. My dad, when I talked to him about that because I thought thought it was bullshit. It's true. No, and he was like, yeah, it it happens, but it's very rare, and you have to really do your books upright. So
2: what what it is is if you own a – owner's business like my dad, when he buys a truck, the first year he can write off 10% of the value of the truck. So if his truck's $75,000, he now gets to write off $7,500 of his profit that he doesn't have to pay tax on. The next year, it's 40%. The second year you own a vehicle, it's a 40% tax write-off. You now get a write-off 40% of that $75,000. That's what, $38,000. You get a write-off the next year. That you know, so now you're not paying taxes. The third year, it goes to like 15%. That's why a lot of businesses buy vehicles every three years.
1: And see, that's the thing that I've had the hardest time
2: with. Like your company, you guys don't have trucks that are older than three years, right? you might <laughs> i i wish but you don't be and it's well, because, no well
1: we yeah we we've got maybe one or two but but no. it's because it's Absolutely because you can not. write off your company can write off 40 50 basically
2: 50 percent of that truck they can yes. write off in the first two years yes so you guys probably after the first two years are looking to get rid of your trucks yes because you can write off half of it so businesses can avoid
1: taxes this way but when billions of dollars billions but, see, but and see billions of dollars and that's huge what i was saying at, at sean's barbecue today with his family is they don't teach you that in school they don't they don't no it's one crazy. knows about that kind of loophole because when you look at it like from a holistic standpoint that's a pretty big loophole oh if
2: i could write off thirty-five thousand dollars that i made that's all the money i made now i don't have to pay my 20 percent tax on my thirty-five thousand dollars i made this year exactly now i don't have to pay taxes like there's just Sean crazy has way. no idea what to say. He's but like, it's yeah. fine. It's <laughs> fine. I <laughs> I feel it's more idea. appropriate in small businesses because it's like, okay, yeah, they wrote off five thousand dollars so they could ha- have money to feed their family. Facebook's not a family-owned
1: business. No, it's it's Mark Zuckerberg and a lot of money behind him. Exactly. And it's like why isn't he paying his forty percent in taxes? Like it's Mark Zuckerberg. He's got his
2: sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah, he's got to get his shitty haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, how is that fair? T- for the individual like these it's companies not. these it, companies yeah and then the way like Mark Zuckerberg can write off his money is he doesn't take his 20 million dollar a month paycheck no he gets paid in stocks and shares that he can write off that's that's all it is yeah like it's not a paycheck you no. look at you look at Disney right and this year because of covid they said all executives are are taking half of all of their paychecks for the rest of the year to help out uh, one of their executives got paid 6 million dollars a year so he said i'm going to take 3 million what he didn't do was give up his bonuses which totaled up to 70 million dollars that year what he about didn't, he didn't give up his bonuses but he sure gave up his uh half of his paycheck cuz it sure looked good for publicity yeah
1: what about what about the ceo of 24 hour fitness who fired all of his employees in utah but then he gave up 25% of his paycheck to help out the rest of his gyms, yeah. You don't nationwide. think he doesn't? Well, he they also just filed Chapter Eleven today.
2: They that filed, was actually
1: like
0: a little bit ago. They, oh, no, was they, it? They,
1: they they filed Chapter Eleven like a few weeks ago. Yeah, to restructure, and I'm putting this in quotes because it's bullshit. Yeah, no, they fire their employees, they take a pay cut, but they don't give up. Bullshit. They
0: never the give that up that their bonuses. Me right now, is because all these businesses are doing that to restructure and just taking advantage of. They're,
1: no, that's exactly what they're doing. Well, what they can do is taking advantage of covid. They and know of that the, the government's going to give them
2: unemployment which is 75% of your paycheck plus $600 because of covid. Oh, I don't have to pay my employees, the government's going to take care of them. Cool. I can just sit there and make money. It's 24-hour fitness. I yeah, need I need absolutely. a 16-year-old girl to sit at the front desk and scan a badge as they
1: walk in. I can hire another 16-year-old when we open back up. Why do I give a shit? That's it's it's very true. They don't they're they, they these these companies that found the loophole in this COVID-19 epidemic they don't care about the small person they care about their business which rightfully so i understand but at the same time what about the low-level employees that are working for these businesses that are like i have to this nine to five this is my nine to five grind i'm doing this to feed my kids feed my family they don't care about that you look at amazon and it's
2: disgusting they So now they pay their employees $15 an hour because there was a huge uproar. Oh, now they do. Now they do. Amazon openly admitted that they were underpaying their employees, so they qualified for uh, government assistance as far as food stamps, government housing. Basically, they're making the government pay their other half of their paycheck. Yeah,
1: you want to work for Amazon? Amazon's not paying taxes. You want to work for Amazon? Apply for the CARES Act. Oh, by the way, we don't pay taxes, so good luck with that CARES Act. Exactly. It's like how broken is the system it is
2: it is late stage capitalism
1: no it's it's it's, mean, it's 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 really sad because these these people that work at amazon ups fedex every USPS, job
2: every job i don't care what you do for work you're underpaid i agree i do not make the money for for what i should be for what i do i feel like i do very valuable work for society i do not make the money that i, I, mean, I should for i
1: mean i can't say that i can't
2: but your job <laughs> you work harder than I I You're do forty thousand dollars a year. You work a, harder not, for your,
1: than your forty thousand dollars a year. Like I'm not going to deny that. I do work. I work hard because I think I earn it. But you you should earn more. And I'm not saying I'm privileged and I should earn because I'm. No, yeah, I'm, we're not we're not saying that by any means. But, but but you look at capitalism, and it is
2: just completely unfair. You look at uh, a good example. This is just an article I read today. Um, in Sweden. A Burger King employee makes $33 an hour. They get mandatory five weeks of vacation. If you work at Burger King in America, your average wage is $11 an hour, zero paid time off.
1: Can 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 you tell me in your own words why you think that is, though? It's capitalism. The $11 an hour. It's capitalism.
2: It's capitalism.
1: So the the lower-end employee makes less, so the higher-end employee makes more. But you look at or, or what? But, it, what, it, but what, is, is what is capitalism?
2: Capitalism is just corporations that can benefit and make the most amount of money they can and, while spending the least amount that they have to. You know why? Okay. The All issue right. is our population is so big. Oh, cool! You don't want to do this job for twelve dollars an hour? Someone else will. So, yeah, yeah. Someone else will do it for less. I agree. So why why do I have it's to pay really more? Raised. Exactly. Someone's
1: going to do but a job. Why were? But it's so what's cap- what's your take on this, Sean? Let me let me let me. What's your take on this?
0: I mean, for hmm, how to put it into words, I mean, I definitely agree. The system is broken to a certain extent. Okay. I I mean, the way that the U.S. raised each generation to be into this mindset where this is a job that's worth bare minimum eleven dollars an hour
1: or whatever. Um, now let's let's what what the the I'm not gonna the federal minimum wage is what seven twenty five seven twenty five yeah because okay, so it's still seven twenty five. But
2: and that's the thing is people. Companies are like people are not going to work for seven twenty five, so we have to. the The bar is low. The bar is eleven dollars an, an hour. Servers
1: work for like a dollar twenty five an hour. Like I mean, people won't do it. Here's here's my thing is is
0: I, I do kind of have a different viewpoint on it. I ever since I took my economics class, um, it, it the supply and demand of it. Mm-hmm. I I do to a certain extent. I I mean I, to clarify one thing. I do think the minimum wage does need to be raised, but I do. You, do
1: you, can can you what to what? As far as that, I don't think you could put a number. On yeah. It.
0: I'm like, I'm not that into the economics. I could really put a number on the minimum wage. It should be. I just okay. do know that compared to living right. wages, the minimum wage does not keep up with that.
1: It doesn't, which is yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. All right. Oh, 100% I, yeah, I agree. All right.
0: One thing I do want to say, and this is probably going to start another argument, but how how you're speaking or how Tristan is speaking of the fact that for what he's doing it's valuable he should be paid more I think that is an entitled way of thinking of your job Okay but I all right
1: think, here we go Let me crack I, my no, and knuckles I think, Like I
2: said it's not me trying to be privileged it's it's that the company knows if I don't do this job for what I make someone will do it for that Doesn't mean so, that the work It's like being a Burger King you can make eleven dollars an hour Someone will go in and work for eleven dollars an hour. Does the work warrant more money? Yes. But will someone do it for less? Yes.
0: So, so here's my thing: is I, I I'm gonna, I have two points to make on this. One, I feel it is your responsibility. I feel it is as a human, it is your responsibility to get the pay you want for the job you want. Secondly, I mean, I will say that Ryan has spoken about a book that says you can negotiate your pay.
2: You can, but I can't negotiate for. more. Yes, you can. Good luck. What I'm saying is like, I'm definitely not going to agree with Ryan on that. What you can (laughs) 30%. Like if, if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars and like I'm a doctor and I go, no, my work's worth $170,000. I go, cool. Someone actually just finished with their PhD last week for an interview. Um, they're willing to work for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Their work's not going to be as good as yours, but I can deal with it because it keeps 70,000 in my pocket. That's the
0: thing. Which it's, it's true. I mean, yeah, it's capitalism. It is.
2: It's horrible because it's never for the individual. It's always for the business, and the business isn't a person, right? The business is a group, a small group of individuals, of executives who get to benefit off of
1: bonuses. <laughs> Sorry. Bless Sorry. you. <laughs> so yeah, like COVID spreading around the room now. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Ryan. Okay, let me let me let me back this up. So. The book that Sean touched on, I'm gonna sneeze again. I feel like I'm gonna sneeze again. So <laughs> God bless me. The, the 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 book that Sean touched on, oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna sneeze again. Is th- this is something it might be. Is this is something my dad gave me and it's the the book is called You Can Negotiate Anything and it's by Herb Conan and the thing that that, that people need to realize is these one price stores these one price businesses and by one price i mean this one price means it's 39.99 that's that's all you're going to get 39.99 plus tax whatever that's what you are out the door this book portrays what it means to negotiate and the power of negotiation and what you said has no discount here you can negotiate anything you want i don't care what it is whether it be a dryer, a washer, a fridge, a A job, a job or a beer bottle. It doesn't matter. You have the option to do that. Whether you do it or not is up to you. So for you to say whatever you just said to him, (laughs) because I forgot (laughs) is it's, it's all up for negotiation. Negotiation is a very powerful tool that people in the business world utilize every single day. Yeah. So, so when I went in for my job interview,
2: you know, I interviewed against four other people and they went with me. And when I talked about wages, I said, well, I feel like this should be worth $2 more an hour. And
1: I said this. But why? Why? Why are you worth $2 an hour more? I than said with my guy. education,
2: with my experiences within the field. And they said, OK, well, here's the wage. If you don't accept it, we are going to extend our offer on another person. And that's because the okay. world we live in, there's so much, there's so much competition, right? Yes. Yeah. You go apply at McDonald's. Oh, you want to work for two dollars more than the other interviewer? We're just going to go with the other person.
0: And you know what I'm going to say is, is uh, I'm pretty sure James has talked about this on, on, on another Multiple podcast episode times, probably. Um, but I, I mean, to a certain extent, I don't agree with his viewpoint, but there is a certain aspect of it I do, I do think is right. So, he always talks about how, like, there's always jobs open. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're fired from one, there's always another. I don't like how he says that. But one thing I will say is that that company doesn't value you enough as an employee. My, there may be somewhere else out there that's doing the same
2: work that values mo- you more and is willing to pay you the extra $2 you think you are worth. Correct. But where it's just an interview, they don't, my company doesn't know that worth yet. And True. so You have to, you have to prove you that have worth to, to sure, them. But that's where, after you've already agreed on wages. So you know, when I go to move up to a different position within the company, I can renegotiate and go. Absolutely. They go, okay. Here's the here's the starting wage for this person in this job, and okay, well, here's my past experience, and they'll go, okay, that's worth a little bit more than you know, the entry level because of the way you've succeeded in the past. But I- if there's too much competition within my own company for that position and I go, no, I'm worth $3 more an hour and they go, we don't actually think your work is worth $3 more an hour because this other person, yeah, they do 80% the quality that you do, but they'll also take 80% the pay.
1: But I think I think the question is how do you sell a company on the fact that you were worth $3 an hour more than the previous person they just interviewed? Well, and that's hard because
2: – I don't know how you prove that. Cause I go in and I, that's what got me yeah, the you job. Do. You that's do. what got me the job. Right. Was my, was why I was a better person than for the job than they were. But when you, why, start, why the, it Speak was like, here's my, here's my past experience. I've, I've worked in research. I've, okay. I know I, I'm educated. So in you this have field. experience. I have experience.
1: The previous person didn't.
2: Yeah. Or they had experience, but maybe I had more experience or a better education, or maybe I just interviewed better. But, with capitalism, it's all about how much money can can our CEO have in their pocket at the end of the day.
1: So, how, how, how okay, all right. I don't I know don't, how do don't, you I fix don't... it,
2: but capital, like late stage capitalism, is what we're in with, you know, the way everything is the Being... wages are going down, the okay. cost of everything's going up. It's a shrinking middle class, you know, and unfortunately, a majority of people are going to be on the bad end of
1: it. Like, and the thing that, I've noticed with a lot of these news articles and these 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 news segments is nobody knows how to fix it. So why don't you just come out and be honest with it? No one knows how to fix it. Well, the, the why problem... don't why don't you come out and say that instead of saying the issue these satirical bullshit ways of fixing things that. you But here's can't the issue. Fix. So I go, okay, we need to raise wages because like you can't you can't do that. So well, here's what I'm trying to say. You just can't.
2: What I'm saying is, well, you know. Okay, we can pay our employees less. So yeah, maybe we'll have less than three hundred percent profit this year. But why would we do that when you'll we don't have to pay someone more, there's someone else. That's the problem, is our population yeah, but, is so
1: big. But as a company, it's easy to say, well, we just you just won't have three hundred percent plus profits. It's not. When you get down to the lower level of employees, that's gonna hurt them a lot. It does. It, and it affects no one, us? It yeah, it affects the bottom line, which is the three of us in this room. We are the bottom line. Yeah. And so you look at
2: I'm drawing a blank blanket. I,
1: well, <laughs> I'm just, it's the, just so the, frustrating. Cause the, it's like the bottom, the bottom,
2: someone will always do the job for cheaper than what you do it for.
1: So you're saying they're the problem.
2: I, that's the problem is I say I'll do this job, but someone who comes from a lower class or a lower economic standing, it goes, you know what? That's a huge race compared to what I'm doing. I'll do it. And it, it undervalues everyone else's work So because people are always willing to work for less. There's always someone willing to work for less. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, that's just, that's capital. How do you fix that? So, so, so what you're saying is companies need to stop setting a standpoint to where, because what you're telling me is companies are setting a threshold of income to where it's just above the median, but just below the highest income Correct. rate so it's it's really in a weird limbo state yeah where- and it's
2: it goes you know for me growing up in the way i did i would like to continue to provide that same lifestyle for myself and for you know my kids or whatnot mm-hmm. i'd like to i'd like to be able to give my children the same economic advantages that i've had right but it's getting harder and harder because i can't get those jobs that pay that because someone's willing to do it for less and it undervalues every job And that's something James brought up last week was we are the first generation that has less wealth than our parents' generation. Our parents' generation had more money than their parents' generation. Our grandparents' generation had more money than their parents' generation. We're the first generation that has less money because the generations before us were like, nope, we can just hold all this money because these kids will work for less. Hmm. And now it's I can't get a higher paying job because someone else is willing to – do that same job for less money. Right. And so how do you fix that? You go, yeah, I can go get that job that I want that pays what I can't want, but all these jobs aren't, aren't doing that. That's, I think that's a fundamental issue is, yeah, I could go try to find another job. Eventually there's just not more jobs that offer more money because there's no reason to, because someone else will do it for less. And it's a population I mean, issue. I, I think I, I kind of
0: think that stems from a couple of different aspects This might sound really random, but it totally just came to my mind. So I think a lot of it stems from, A, this is going to sound horrible, the immigration. B, our parents constantly telling kids how much they made as a kid. And then I, I, I think both those add up into the fact that people are willing to Yeah, get and it's paid definitely us. it's well,
1: not
2: an attack on immigrants.
1: Because, no, let's let's yeah, touch yeah, on let's I, no, let's, let's let's touch on that. So so why immigration? Is, because, it, is it because there's more in like an influx of populations it's it's coming? It's not that so, it's so that think,
2: immigrants come from like let's say Mexico, a third world country right, where they can come here and make twelve dollars an hour at a job. That provides way better lifestyle than the country they came from that they could ever provide. Making sixty cents an hour over there. Correct. They at twelve dollars an hour can provide way more for their family than they could at their country. But because they're willing to do the same job I am for twelve dollars an hour, now my job is worth twelve dollars an hour. Right. Right. I I I see. It's not an individual attack of immigration. It's the countries that immigrants are coming from have such a lower standard right. that to meet a higher standard of what they're coming from does not require that much money. But when you're born in the country that's it's, –
1: Yeah, it's it's not the immigrants' fault. It's, it's not the, it's immigrant. the country's it's, fault. Yes. It's the government of that country's fault. But then it's also that is their problem. It's also our fault that – Absolutely.
2: That we said, oh, an immigrant will do it for $12 an hour, but you grew up in a middle-class family here – Sorry, someone else will do it for twelve dollars. So you can either take it for twelve dollars an hour, or this other person will. Right. So yeah, it's not an attack on immigrants because my family's, you know, uh, they they're immigrants. They you know they they're a product of immigration, and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that they were able to come over and make those sacrifices that allowed my parents to have, you know, a better generation. Right. So I'm you know I'm I'm a third generation immigrant, but you know i'm competing against first immigrant first generation immigrants and it's hard it, it is and it's it's not a race thing it's it's a product of everything it's a culmination of all these facts so i hate when people like immigrants
1: are taking the jobs yeah immigrants are taking the job cuz they'll do it for less than you they're taking 13 year old american jobs they're going to mop the floors for you they're not going to steal your jobs yeah, and like, like that's and that's and an idea you know like you know when my
2: grandparents came over from you know, the country that they immigrated from or emigrated from and immigrated into America was, yeah, we're going to do construction. It's not going to be the greatest job, but we'll my, do it. My daughter can go to school and right. get an education, and then my mom can become a doctor, and now she can provide better. So I, as a parent, did a great thing because I gave my kids opportunities I didn't have. And that's the way immigrants look at it. And I think that's what makes America beautiful is that people can come in. Provide these opportunities for their kids that they wouldn't have normally had. One of my friends is from Iraq. Had she, you know, they immigrated here from Iraq when she was 11. And now she, you know, she's in college. She's finished with her degree. And she can provide a life that her her previous country couldn't have provided. Had she lived there, she could have been stoned for death for having premarital sex. That is do, the country she came from.
1: Do you know how poetic it is to think about the fact that that the current state that America as a country is in right now, but to look at the fact that immigrants can still
2: still come here and, and they have can a find life. the
1: American dream than actual full-bred Americans. Americans
2: exactly. Can you,
1: can you believe that? Like, that's amazing I can, to me. Yeah,
2: it's crazy that I can complain that I, I mean, I do feel like I should get paid more. Am I happy with the amount I make? Yes, it allows me to go do great, fun things with my friends. I can go do, you know, trips. I can do my hobbies. So I don't, I actually really do not complain about the wage. It allows me to do the hobbies I like at the rate I do my hobbies. I'm extremely grateful for my job. It's a blessing, man. I'm it is. You. And it's crazy that, like i've made that that point as like this is a talking point that people do talk about it's not my own individual thoughts but yeah Amer- you know immigrants can still come here and go yeah look at all these people complaining about jobs but i took the same job and now my kids go into school and i have a car and a house wow i feel really blessed and then americans like us just complain
1: that's the thing that has blown my mind for years is these people can come over from third world countries and they find themselves and they find this amazing life that they've dreamed of for years in and this country, it. and they do it, and they do it, and they get it done. And there are people that are full-bred Americans that are born and bred in this country, and they still can't find that goddamn. But one thing too, I think, is lineup if of what they want to do with their life.
2: So you know, that first immigrant, you know, first generation immigrant, they're not facing the issues that I face, but their grandkids will. So if I can fix these issues now, Certainly. maybe their grandkids won't have those issues. So maybe if right. we can get corporations to pay taxes to lower my taxes, you know that that first generation immigrant, their grandkids might not have to face those issues I had to because their their grandkids will face the same things I felt. Sean, you look confused.
0: No, I'm just I'm so lost on this whole. Think
1: think think about this. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate you know,
0: this. Here's what I'm gonna say: is is that whole statement right there just sounds like it's it based in falsity. I mean, the fact that companies paying taxes is well, solving that's, situations
2: that's...
1: for so second-generation kids... Have you seen iRobot? It's, 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 so it's my, a great movie. So my
2: wages aren't going up. That's that's a fact. But if I can pay not, less taxes... Not right now. They no, will. They will eventually. But yes. right now... So my wages aren't going up. So if I can pay less in taxes, that's still more money in my pocket. Here's, so a second-generation immigrant who goes to school, gets a degree, and goes into a career field, well, they'll have lower taxes... And yeah, their wages aren't going to be higher than what mine are currently, but they'll have more money in their pocket.
0: Here's what I would say. I think if a company goes to the lengths to figure out how to reduce their taxes as much as possible, I'm totally fine
2: with that. Take your time and your money to do that. You're okay with Amazon not paying. You paid more in federal taxes than Amazon did last year. They're a trillion dollar company. You're really okay with that, Sean? I mean... In all honesty,
0: I, I honestly think that there is enough businesses that if they want to spend their time and their money figuring out ways, working with tax advisors to figure out loopholes, you know what? They're spending a lot more money on that.
2: You really think that they're spending more money? True. They're are, to,
0: Okay. I'm sorry, they, you are right.
2: They would rather just pay the fucking taxes.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they want to spend their opportunity cost of time and the money it costs to circumvent the federal system taxes federal system fine that's totally fine I think what needs to happen is we need to I, I think in, it, instead of restructuring all these businesses and everything we need to restructure two things we need to restructure the educational system
2: and also heighten the workforce standard I think the problem with trying to heighten the workforce standard is someone will do the job for us that's a fact that's a fact
0: I honestly think if we start coming up if we if we lift the workforce standard to a certain degree I think that automatically will incline that there is a higher wage and I I think it will protect the how how to say I'm drawing a blank on the word I'm looking for I I I think it will protect the middle class worker no that's not what I want to say that was terrible (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I can't think of the sentence, but I I, I think that by educating the workforce and heightening the workforce standard.
2: So, what what does heightening workforce standard to you look like?
1: Man, I am. Dirty jobs. Let's talk about that. Oh. So. So Mike Rowe, thank you for shedding light. No, (laughs) it, it, it was a TED Talk. Yeah, I do remember this. Mike Rowe Rowe talked about the fact that dirty jobs, quote unquote, not his show, not the fact that that's what he does, that jobs that people don't want to do, do pay more, pay more, they strengthen the economy, and they make what America is. Nobody talks about those jobs because nobody wants to be a roadkill picker-upper. Or... Nobody wants to be a sewage worker. Nobody wants to be a drainage inspector. No one wants to be a water purifier technician. But those are the people that make America America. They keep the country on a straight line. They do. Oh, they right, keep the country. Here. <laughs> no, it's to me. It's it, 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 swear to God. They to keep me, the country on a straight and narrow and path. And they get paid for it. And they get paid for well for it the thing is i don't want to do at my job i feel
2: satisfied with the job i'm doing it lines up with me totally so for me to take more money to do something i i've done that my last job i made way more money than i do now yes sir and how miserable was i Yes, a lot was very was very was it wasn't worth the money. No, it, it wasn't. was not worth the money. absolutely not. Money is not worth my mm-hmm. happiness. So no, those sir. jobs I no, will sir. not do if it's not worth my happiness. Yes, sir. So I'm willing to take the pay cut that I did to go to my current job because it makes me a lot
1: happier. Yes, sir. And I'm happy for it. The last and final thing I want to say about this is: America is a great country. It's an amazing country but it's up to the citizens of our country, you and me and him and everybody else to make the country great. It's not up to Trump, Barack, Bush. A president's not going to fix it. none of the leg- It's up to us, the citizens and people that live in this goddamn country to make it great because I- those are the people that make this country work and flow and just be amazing. It's yep. up to us as citizens. I have to say this is the most patriotic, patriotic, patriotic,
2: <laughs> patriotic <laughs> podcast we've done. And tomorrow's Fourth of July, and you absolutely. know, absolutely, God I want, bless you know, this country. And I want—I'm very much American. I love this country. Me too. Oh, oh, I will let the freedom sing. And looking at all these issues that we have as a country, and the fact that we're now open to talk about issues that are going on within the country, I think is more American than just drinking beer and shooting guns, like talking about actual issues going on within the country and the way that, you know, the, the world's our country shaping up right now is more American than not talking about it. We have the freedom of speech is the first amendment for
1: a reason. And I, I really do hope to God that this, this, these issues and these triumphs and these tribulations bring us together closer as a country, and as a nation, because we really do have the greatest country in the world if you the look past people. the issues that we have. But and even with those,
2: we can fix those. There are issues we, we can fix. And we can, absolutely, absolutely. And it's going to make the country
1: even better. So come together as a country and as a nation and celebrate the 4th of July together as a nation and as a country in unison and in solidarity to make this country better. God bless America. Amen.
0: And happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Wait, whoa. I totally just got so drunk right there. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So without further ado, thanks, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement interested in finding where else you can catch us follow us on facebook find something you want the drunk boys to research and talk about next time let us know and if you like drinking beer and shooting guns share our facebook page hell yeah (laughs) hell
2: yeah brother
0: catch y'all next friday and remember please listen responsibly bye